0: just calm up.
1: gentlemen welcome to masters of the cinematic universe i don't need to say that whole marvel thing because we're not doing a marvel movie today i know it's been a while but uh right <laughs> we're actually talking about a different movie uh no no glory portals today
2: oh, damn
1: different types of portals but not glory ones yeah
2: this is a very different movie than the marvel yeah. stuff
1: <laughs> although it does kind of like doctor strange just in that one you know scene i mean the whole basis of this movie is a doctor strange portal
0: yeah that's very true yeah so yep it's like an indie doctor strange where you slide into like the magic butthole we'll we'll get into all of that but uh before before we do man like it's like you said it's been a minute since we've done a movie that's not a marvel movie so that's kind of exciting in and of itself but it's also been a minute since we caught up man so what is new with you guys
1: What's going on, Doug? Tell us tell yeah. some good shit. What's,
0: what's happening? What's happening? Well,
2: I, yeah, we just got finished with the 4th of July weekend, and we had a great friggin' time. Nice. My cousin came up from New York. We did a little bar hopping on Saturday, saw some cool bands. I don't do that very often. I should do it more, because it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, So, yeah, but we had a, he came up Friday, and then stayed till this morning, Tuesday. So, we had a nice little time to chit-chat and watch some movies and
1: have some fun. I imagine, like, in your part of the country, like, they really go all out for 4th of July since, like, that's kind of, like, their thing up there.
2: Yes. That's true. Uh, Bristol, Rhode Island is... has the longest continuously running 4th of July parade in in the country. It's been, like, I don't know, 130 years or some crazy number like that. Damn. Holy moly. Yeah. People line up the night before. Like, they basically camp out on the sidewalk on the parade route and you know, claim their spots and hang out. So, yeah. Cause like, so I will never do that, but no, no. <laughs>
0: that's okay. Cause it cause
2: you guys way like better than OG
0: they,
1: colonies. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like the yeah. fucking basket tea party and shit. Man. Hey,
2: listen, the first Naval battle of the revolutionary war, part of it took place in the Harbor right here in Fairhaven. We sunk a British schooner. Nice. And yeah. yeah. See, when, well, when when the, you guys
1: were, were like yeah. up there starting your parades, we were still ruled by the Spanish.
2: There you go. <laughs> But yeah, but then we uh, you know, we we sunk the schooner and the British soldiers came up on shore and they killed them all. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> there were no prisoners. They just fucking killed them all. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Well,
0: you know, the northeast you might have, you know, long running parades, but do you have racist biker gangs hanging out on overpasses on the highway waving Trump flags and throwing trash um, at passerby? Well,
2: this past weekend, the Patriot Front white supremacists by the dozens, marched through Boston. Uh-huh. Uh, where it's funny because those same those same assholes, they bitch about wearing a mask for the pandemic, but they all wore masks on Saturday. Su- shock, surprise, because <laughs> they didn't want their faces fucking seen, the little bitches. Yep. But yep, yep. yeah, we trust me, and you know, there's always Southie you know, up in no, Boston. <laughs>
0: yeah. Listen, yeah. I love I love Boston, and and you know, we oh, like yeah. going up there, but no, no, no. I can't. I can't be walking around Southie. Come on, man. No, Looking no. In, I couldn't wander
2: around Southie. He'd look at me like I had three eyes. Paul I probably p- could. Paul Pierce was said, stabbed in Southie, man. In.
0: Yeah. When he was playing for the Celtics, that's ridiculous. Um, yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, what's new with me is uh, I saw I saw Bouncing Souls and Frank Turner. Yeah. Oh, nice. That was a great show. Uh, we paid for loge seats because we're in our late thirties. So, so we had, we had to sit. Um, that was a different experience, but it made it so much better. Uh, amazing show. Uh, I cried and cried and cried and, and it was wonderful. That's great. Um, I, we, we went on vacation this past weekend. We went up to speaking of the South. We went to Georgia. Um, hmm. we had an awesome trip, man. It was like so low key. There weren't a lot of plans. So we were just like exploring these weird small towns and, Mm. You know, it was, Pictures it was a lot of great fun. man. Thank yeah. you. It was we, fun
2: to follow along. It really was. I it was the whole, the whole, you know, the whole thing.
1: I also like that Florida, the only place you have to go north to get to the south. Yeah, that's
0: yes, true. 100 yeah. percent. And it was a different world, man. It was it was people were very nice. We hit some yeah. breweries and stuff and uh, it was just kind of it was culture shock, you know, because sure. or, yeah. Orlando's pretty metropolitan. Um, yeah, it was it was different, but it was a good time. I I will also say, um, while we're talking about what's new, I don't think we mentioned this on the show at length yet, but we were nominated uh, as a show for Best of Orlando, uh, which is an annual thing that Orlando Weekly does. Uh, We are in the category of Best Local Podcast, not on radio. So if that's something that you'd be interested in checking out, maybe throwing us a vote, go to uh, vote.orlandoweekly.com and look for local notables which we're we're
2: not. No, but no. we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take well, I, it. I had my entire team my my entire national team all my counterparts voted. Oh, that's nice. cool, man. Because every cool. we have a yeah, we have a team meeting every Tuesday morning and that we always start off with what's new and you know, yeah, but now you did.
1: like just open up the fact they can listen to this. Oh no, this one
2: I don't I don't tell them about the other one. <laughs> oh no, never tell them about the no, other, never one. About the we other don't, one. We
1: don't plug the other show at the end of this either.
2: I don't I yeah, exactly. <laughs> I uh I want them to all listen to this. I mean that's how we got Mark Langston to do the Matrix. He started that's listening true. to it when he when I talked about it, and he loves it. He listens every week. Nice. So but yeah, everybody voted. Like I like fifteen people total. Oh, oh that's that's sweet. Oh
1: yeah, that should be Tom and Dan.
2: There you go. <laughs> no problem. They wait a minute. Hold on a second. They just had fifteen more people vote,
0: <laughs> uh-huh.
2: and wait a minute. They just had fifteen more people vote.
0: <laughs> that's that's the thing, man. It's it is it's nuts. It's very sweet to be on the same list as, yeah. as some of the it's podcasts. Yes, yeah, especially Tom and Dan. I mean, they're they're.
1: But while they're on there voting for us, where else can they vote for you at? What categories? Because I know you're in a lot of categories.
0: Yeah. No oh, shucks, man. Uh, if you if you vote for me, I'm I'm under. Uh, Best Local Visual Artist and yeah, Best Local graphic, graphic, artist. graphic Artist. And even our friend Samantha Har from Semantics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, did, we did a, uh, a beer. She's, uh, you have Rock Pit Brewing in Orlando. They're a sponsor of Semantics. And I was, I was lucky enough to do the uh, beer label for her own beer, nice. which was amazing. So um, you can actually vote for that for Best Local Beer Label. That's how many categories they have on this thing. It's yeah. mad specific. So, yeah, if you see my name and you want to throw me a vote, it's much appreciated. That kind of stuff helps, um, you know, when it comes to, like, booking shows and, and having opportunities open up. But as far as the podcast thing, it's just it's an honor for us to even be included yeah. with some of those names. I mean,
2: I mean, that's always the cliche, but it's dead serious this time. Like,
0: oh, yeah, 100%. Hey,
2: listen, I, I, I got a lot of street cred up here in this neck of the woods when I told everybody. Hey, yeah. that's seriously friends, family. I, they were all very impressed, so I'm running with it. Nice, you
0: know. <laughs> I love that. I um, even
2: told it really quickly. I know we can move on, but I, I, um, I, I had a guy come up to check out a guitar I was selling, and he, um, I, I, I held him way too long. He did buy it, which was great. But um, I talked about everything. I talked about the pedals and the podcast because he kept asking about all the. Yeah. Different things going on in here, and I talked was about it being the, uh, nominated. The and red
1: Picard one? Yeah, I don't oh. see it. I love. Yeah, that it's
2: guitar. gone. I know. I love it too. But listen, I I had to justify the the strat over here I, and I get you. pay some other bills, and I got a nice chunk of change for it. I I was listen. I made as the first piece of musical equipment in this go around that I made money on when I sold it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Right. You Usually I sell it at a loss, but I made a couple hundred bucks on this thing. So nothing I'll, wrong with that. I'll take it and I will miss it and I'll probably get another one.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
2: Down the road, but right now we're going with three, you know. I played so this enough. um
1: at Guitar Center here in Gainesville. They had yeah. this it's an Ibanez bass,
0: mm-hmm. but it's
1: a fretless semi-hollow bass.
0: Oh shit. Oh jeez. Okay. And
1: it, and it's got a it's only got a piezo pickup in it in the bridge. Really? So it sounds like an upright bass when you're playing it. I was having oh, so much fun too. Dude, with that. that's so it's, cool. I gotta yeah. tell John
2: about that. My son John plays the upright. He played the upright bass in,
1: in it's, uh, school. Ibanez, so you, you can like write it down or you can he can re- listen to it. The Ibanez S R H five oh five.
2: Alright, hold on a second. Yeah, them and their fucking numbers.
1: Yeah. You know? <laughs> Cause it took me forever to figure out what it's called. It's called the Ibanez SRH S R H five oh five.
2: S R H five oh five. Yeah. Cause I gave him my um, I had the Talman, the cheap Talman. Yeah. which is a great bass, a great beginner bass. Don't get me wrong. I had that in the Ampeg amp I gave to John because he wants to start to get back into playing. He's got a couple of friends who sing, and they're going to do some open mics. But That's cool. Um, yeah, that upright bass thing is going to intrigue him. But it
1: plays, you know, it's, it's a regular bass. It's not another upright bass. Yeah, no, bass, I know, I know what sounds, you're saying, but he loves the sound. Like, yeah, 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 absolutely. I'm like sitting there in the guitar, so like, I'm just playing jazz bass lines and walking it and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, this thing sounds so good. That's really cool. And like I want that. a um I want a fretless base so I can play more Primus stuff because less yeah. people use his fretless a lot in his yes. in his tone. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, and that's kind of what I like to play. Um, yep. but as far as uh me, what's new, the only thing that right now it's not new yet, but it will be new this week and coming up that I'm fucking excited for <laughs> is Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm bringing this back to movies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Good idea. So,
1: If, you know, you've been with us, all you listeners, and you've heard all our uh, MCU master's classes, we, you know, spend about an hour on each one of them and kind of blast through the movies real quick. We, uh, on our next episode after this, is going to be Thor Ragnarok, which I decided as I was getting ready to do my little one-hour blast, uh, which can qualify for a lot of things in my life, um, you know.
0: That's a a long blast, dude. God damn. (laughs)
1: Depends on what I ate. If I had coffee, it's gonna be a two-hour blast. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I decided I was like, I want to do Ragnarok as a full episode because that movie just got me so good. So I, I can only imagine this is gonna be like Ragnarok plus.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> because uh, it looks I'm, amazing.
2: I'm trying my damnedest just to avoid anything about it. Oh, I don't know, It'll I be a week a new, before I can see. I watched it. another yeah. new
1: trailer today. Yeah, um, I'm
2: going to stop. I I got the ones I already watched, and I'm going to move on from that. But I, The late yeah. the
1: Lady Thor trailer came out. Like, uh, it's okay. like fuck, it's so, it looks so good. Yeah. And, like, it, it honestly looked like the Guardians were going to be more of the movie than I thought. Um, on that yeah. Because I That'd thought be originally cool. it was just going to be them dropping him off and getting out the fuck out. But it looked like yeah. they're going to be in a decent portion of the movie, which I'm pretty stoked for. Um, And then the whole, like, Council of the Gods things where he, like, throws his clothes off.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, everybody's excited about that. Yeah. Man, I mean, woman.
1: Yeah. I mean, everyone's gay once in a while.
0: Oh <laughs> it's a spectrum. It's a spectrum.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh Also, well, I, mean,
2: uh, I mean, Thor's I mean, still trying to get his footing as, you know, and Chris Hemsworth, so they need the Guardians in there to draw the people in, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. Um The other thing, uh we, we were doing um, my other podcast with Tony the other day, um, and we, at the end of the, the Texas State Boggle Champions King of the Hill podcast, we do a, uh, like a music video breakdown, um, usually something from the 90s, just try, trying to stay in the same era as King of the Hill. Yeah. Um, and uh, we did Oingo Boingo's Dead Man's Party. And as I was watching the video, I forgot that was from um, back to school. So like, I'm like, oh, it's fucking Robert Downey Jr. as a baby. And it's like, he's like the barf oh, model. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
0: yep. And, uh, the barf and, you know. Model
1: rodney dangerville i mean it looked like the 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 de-aging like no, yeah, they yeah, could have yeah. just used scenes from back to school to like, like yeah this. but <laughs> I um know. i was like damn we need to do this movie on masters so that's something you know we're gonna add somewhere in the list because that's a yeah. fun movie i'll
2: tell you what do it really quickly another great rodney dangerfield movie is easy money mm, Yeah. oh yeah dude. great movie with the uh, pesci's in that too and mm-hmm. uh that's where he, that's where he the I guess one of his in-laws is trying to make fun of him because oh, yeah. the guy's rich and owns a department store. And Rodney comes yeah. out with the regular guy look. He does a runway show with a regular yeah, guy. Yeah, that's right. Oh, oh I, get no res- I get and, uh, no respect. And it's a fucking hit. Yeah, it's, it's, he has to he has to not drink or gamble for a year, and he inherits his mother-in-law's money. <laughs> so. Oh. Yeah. I like his movies are underrated. I like yeah. That's a challenge. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, and like we said, like I said off the air, Joe, I mean, the, the, the best thing about Rodney is to really understand how coked up he was through oh, all yeah. of those movies. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, he, he should have died multiple times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he just kept going. So
0: I think my favorite Rodney Dangerfield factoid is that he was selling house sighting while he was making some of those movies. Yes. Yeah, awesome. like in, in New Jersey or something. you yeah. just show up, you know, in people's house and hey, you know you yeah. yep. like come on. <laughs>
1: hey, it looks like you need some sliding over here. Your sliding's falling off.
0: <laughs> oh, yep. and before before we move on to the movie, I would like to uh, shout out our friend Ryan Hauser because I did yeah. not know his name the last time we talked about him. Yep. But Ryan Hauser is a listener we have that has been listening since day one, since our first episode. So thank you, Ryan. And uh, send me your address so I can send you some stickers and magnets and, and stuff. Yeah. Yes.
1: And he's a BDM.
0: And he's a BDM. Of Doug, course. It, why
1: aren't man? you a BDM yet, Doug?
0: That's
2: all right. Listen, I like I said, I don't listen to any podcast, so I'm not going to start <laughs> listening to Tom and Dan. I can't do it. I can't <laughs> do it. Ah, damn it, Doug. Oh, sorry. That's I know. I, and again, it's not because I wouldn't like it. I'd probably really enjoy it. But, you know, I've listened to more than enough Howard Stern
1: that in my life. Completely different animals.
0: Okay. <laughs> There's only so many hours in the day, man. No, exactly. I and I, my, yeah. my my podcast list is uh, still impressive, but it's it has shrunk over the years. Yeah. You know? Well, I've
2: said it before. My my working from home killed it all. Yeah. Well, the
1: problem I mean, is I have too many friends with podcasts, and I want to, like, give them their listens. Oh, so I feel like,
2: awful. I feel awful yeah. all the time f- f- when I talk to any of them because I'm like, I didn't listen because I don't listen to anything. Yeah. I don't have time. You know, I'm finally getting caught up bad. on
1: uh on John Schick's podcasts because I yeah well I couldn't get him to load in because for some reason my podcatcher Podcast Addict wasn't finding them no. so I had him send me the RSS so I can manually add it so I'm there catching up on his
2: cool
1: um, and then Tony you know he's got them and then you know let's just give a quick shout out to all our friends' podcasts real quick so oh, there's geez. the tone the tone jerks Brian yep. and uh and Kyle give them mm-hmm. a listen if you like guitar stuff. There's The Signal Path with Tony DeGraw, great guy. Um, also, these guys are Patreon members for us, so that's even helps even better. Um, you can listen to uh, You Do You, which is by John Chick, another good friend of ours. Staging a Podcast, also by John Chick. You can hear myself and Tony on Texas State Boggle Champs. You can hear myself, Tony, and John on Texas Size 10-4. Uh, we got our buddies Andrew Walsh and Brian Gower to do the second button, which is the Seinfeld Review Podcast. Um...
2: We got uh, Mr. Huge Erection. Oh, yeah. He does the Fret Talk podcast with, um, with Budget Pedal Chap. With a Both a pedal of those chap. gentlemen were guest hosts. So uh, that's another great one. Yeah.
1: And uh,
0: who else? We get? that That's a lot, but I feel like it's not everybody. I know. I'm have, looking
2: what? at the list. It's kind of hard just to keep some, up. It just surprised me. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. had to sneeze there for a second. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, Steve Rao, 60 Cycle, Home. Huh? Oh, yeah. Steve Rouse. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's a pal. He's my favorite yeah. podcast host.
1: Oh, he's still on the shit, So,
2: ah, look. Maybe um, I'm not lying anymore. Maybe that's the truth.
1: I think that's all of them.
2: Yeah, oh, I no, think we got of it. Of we, we forgot. It. Just yell at us and we will yeah, it next if we
1: time. We forgot. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, we're
2: and of it. course, uh, Semantics.
1: And oh, yeah, Semantics. Uh,
0: yeah. Yes. Tom and Dan. Obviously, mediocre time with Tom and Dan. Yeah. Time with Tom and Dan. I've uh, been very kind to me over the years. And uh, there's a show that I love. Another Orlando local show that I love called Full Frontal Nerdity. Oh, yeah, it's it just one. announced that they were they were uh, ending the show, which was what? Sad, so, yes, ending the show. Aww. But uh, they were very very cool to me. They were, in fact, that's one of the first podcasts I was ever asked to be a guest on. I cool. Was uh, Full Frontal Nerdity. So shout out to those guys. Did as they, well. beat
1: t- they beat us? They beat us to you, or were we the first?
0: No, I think they were the first. I really? Think they were the first? Yeah. Um, Damn. Josh Bowers podcast, now defunct, but I was an early guest on his. And uh, just a ton of cool people, man, in, in town. Oh, no radio show. Mike. Oh, yeah. Be. Owen, yeah. Owen, yeah. Um, That's
1: a great show. I, I, I used to listen to them all the time. I, I need to get back on that. I met one of them. because the, the way I heard about that show, one of them was working at the Four Rivers up here in Gainesville. And I ordered my food, and he told me about it. And I was like, oh, shit, oh, nice. Because nice. no. I, I had a Tom and Dan shirt on at the time. And okay. He, we, did, nice. we did the the finger touch, and the he's like, "Yeah, I'm touch. on a podcast." And I was like, "Oh shit, let me like get the name." And that was, "Oh no."
0: Nice man. Yeah, they're they're great guys. Uh, I'm showing my uh, fourth and dirty podcast, fantasy football podcast. If you're into that, great guys. So many cool people that we know doing cool stuff, and and you would be, um, you know, just happy to 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 listen to any of those. You have a good time, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. We'll, you mentioned fantasy football.
2: I got, we got an open spot. Oh yeah, Eric, can you interested. get in the league. Okay, seriously, Will's you... in it, Joe's in it, and I got my 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 cousins in it, my sons in it. We got now, a nice will, long will you guys group. be upset if yeah.
0: I am so bad at it that I don't even like? I got injured players on my roster. Like I'm, I'm fucking, and I Listen, still as win. Long,
2: as long as, oh yeah, that'll piss us off. Sure. <laughs> can we just uh, call absolutely. you Adam Roar? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, as long as you're not like Adam, who, who Stop doing anything the second week of the season. Um, we're fine. Just be active. We don't care. He beat I mean, me,
1: and then that was all he wanted to do. And then he yeah,
2: his only win came against <laughs> Joe. <laughs> he lost every like other that. game. It was I like a like bye you. week for us when we played him, yeah. except Joe.
1: <laughs> right.
2: No, Actually, he beat my cousin once, too. He beat my Did cousin he? later in the season when the rosters were full and the injuries all healed uh, up. But anyway, so, yeah, just let me know because okay. that will okay. round out our ten. Yeah, and we need we'll
1: you in to there, go. Eric, because you, you need someone to talk shit with us. Yeah, yeah
2: absolutely. It's I'm a good time. It. Good bunch of people. Yeah.
1: I really want to have it like, be like the league, like the TV show The League. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's, oh, too inv- that's too involved, man. Like, I got to watch that again. Yeah, it's
1: such a good, such a good I got to
0: rewatch that. It's so fucking good.
1: It's I mean, so fucking funny. There
0: are times where I sort of daydream, like I sort of imagine myself being the kind of person that's so into football and fantasy football that... You, you know you know the stats and you kind of have a feel for how things are gonna go yeah um, yeah you know just it, it's fun sometimes to imagine like like having a different personality you know what I mean like it's, oh just, yeah. it's a weird it. yeah it's a weird concept I just want
1: to be the Rafi of the league <laughs> <laughs> I just want to yeah. like, is this the shitting corner is this where I shit at do I shit in this corner over here is that cool
0: <laughs> that's not enough of a the, departure I, I think no no I, I think, just want
1: to get my I just want to get my Mantzookas on. Like my Jason Mantzookas. Yes, uh, He's yep. the best.
0: <laughs> but uh, uh you, <laughs> you that's too close to your personality. You when I think of like what character from the league would Joe be? You're totally the Mantzucas.
1: Yeah, you, of course. You're the
0: disruptor, man. Like you fucking hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. The shitster. Um, the shitster.
1: Well I think Doug is probably the he's probably the Either the Kevin or the Ruxin. I don't know which one though.
0: The Kevin I could or the be. Ruxton.
2: I could be the Ruxin because I I can get obnoxious like that. I could be Ruxin. <laughs> I could. I don't um, know
1: who Eric would be because no one's that handsome.
2: Oh, no, God, that's God, true. God, ah, that's taco's pretty handsome.
1: Oh, yeah, you're the taco of the league. The ta- <laughs> yeah,
2: of and I don't... You're 100% yeah, the taco. I don't that's know anything true. about football. And yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you, do hug. you sing about Nguyenthas? No. <laughs> 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 I apologize for even saying that on the air. Okay. Um, Will, Will would be the Andre. <laughs> yes, he would. He would, definitely.
0: Well, while oh. we're on the subject of uh, inhabiting different personalities in our own, it's a great tie-in to the movie we're going to talk about today.
1: Yeah, it is. That was a good segue.
0: Yes, it, it was. I got it, too. So a little long-winded, but... Uh, Being John Malkovich. 1999 film directed by Spike Jones. Spike Jones' first feature film, by the way. Star yeah. uh, Starring John Cusack, Cameron Diaz, Catherine Keener. And it is such a weird movie. This is... Uh, again 1999 when they were still making weird movies on this scale although to be fair we just saw everything everywhere all at once in this yeah that, that's that's close we're getting back to it it's a mm-hmm. pendulum but charlie kaufman written by charlie kaufman the weirdest man in hollywood yeah he's
2: a unique soul that yeah, guy dude. he really is all of the his movies are adaptation just, and uh yeah yeah yeah, Adaptation's okay. a
1: great movie too. Yeah, it is. It it's is. one of the few Nicholas Cage movies that's good.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, I know every every one of his movies is just so creative and weird and unique yes. and, and exactly. just
2: different, just different. Um, and, and, and Spike the, Jones. I mean, Spike Jones is, was huge in in music videos. I mean, he worked with everyone, yeah. everyone. Yeah, you know, um, the Beastie Boys and um, Biggie and Bjork and like. Such a variety of, of artists that he worked. with. I mean, he's the he created Fatboy Slim. I mean, oh yeah, he, it was yeah, his yeah. video. You know, um, yep, yeah, and he he's a talented dude too. I like
1: him. And and I did not at all get him like mistaken with Spike Lee.
0: <laughs> really, it's hard to no. do. <laughs> okay, that's, that's only because
2: right. he has a Z in his last name, right? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay.
1: But um, I do like Spike Lee. (laughs) Oh, I uh, love Spike Lee shit.
2: I've um, always loved Spike
1: Lee. And this movie is almost as crazy as as bamboozled. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Which uh, we can't do that one, unfortunately. But I love that movie. You. Yeah, that's a that, that's gonna yeah. be a
0: hard pass. Yeah, <laughs> yep.
1: yeah. I, I just don't think it's possible for us to do that movie. No, I, I can just imagine the drops right now. I'm not going over very well. So no. we'll we go. haven't
2: earned. We haven't earned it. We haven't, no, no. and we'll never I, earn it. We will I will tell
1: everybody. I would give that movie like a four and a half star rating, and you should watch it. But we won't yes. do it. Yes. No, yeah.
2: I agree yeah, with him. you. I'm with you.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's that's uh, that's that's my version of Bamboo's right there. Four point five stars. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's a great movie, but it's that's a hard topic to broach, man, for mm-hmm. sure. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, being John Malgovich opens with um some puppetry. Some weird puppetry.
1: <laughs> yes. I'm like, but it's impressive puppetry. I'm like, is that like, first all, I first thought there was somebody in like a puppet suit dancing, I didn't know it was really a puppet.
0: Spike Jones shot this sequence with this puppet in such a way that it, it almost looks like a person. And and that yeah. pays off later in a big, big way. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's just it's you know you're in for something different as soon as the the film opens with this sequence because it's not when you think of a puppet show you kind of have an idea what you're gonna get. This is very dark and weird and you know emotional and uh, I mean it's just this weird naked John Cusack puppet dancing and sort of throwing a tantrum and breaking stuff and. Uh, it's an art piece. It's really, really strange and effective. Mm-hmm. And then we get a shot, you know, at some point during the sequence of John Cusack, you know, as the puppeteer. And the puppet glances up at John. John glances down at the puppet. Um, this is a man possessed. And it's also a very unlikable character. By the yes. Way. Right? <laughs> yes. So fucking, it's the main character of the movie, but God, what a douchebag.
1: <laughs> yeah. And like, I, it's weird because I feel like, am I supposed to feel bad for him? Like,
0: <laughs> That's a, it's a good question because he is, he's a pathetic character. He's um, also a
1: piece of shit.
0: But he's also a piece of shit, right? Like he never redeems himself. He doesn't no. have, he doesn't have that, that arc that you would expect, you know, when he's, he's sort of like this... I don't know this this pathetic loser that's uh, playing with uh, dolls, playing with dolls, and he's upset about the cards he's been dealt in life, and you know no one takes his art seriously, but he takes that out on everyone around him, and he's unlikable at every turn. Like everything he does in the film just is cringy and and terrible. Yeah. And then that, and that never changes. No, it never does. It gets worse. <laughs> yeah it gets it gets like really bad
1: yeah uh, it it does yeah no I don't think he you know, I really don't think he has redeeming factors,
0: <laughs> not at all, not at all um, so yeah, like I said, we get a glimpse of of his art and then we get a glimpse of his home life afterwards, and um he lives with his wife, played by Cameron Diaz, and uh she looks. Very different than Cameron Diaz looked in her other roles in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah I didn't like, even uh,
1: recognize it was her at first.
0: No, she. what's that SNL character? Rosanna Dana something. <laughs>
2: Rosanna, like, Rosanna
0: Dana. Yeah, with the big big curly hair. Yep. Like, yeah, very different. Their apartment is full of animals. There's a Yeah. <laughs> there's a,
1: okay, now I need to address this right up front. This movie is so insane and crazy that even I thought it was insane and crazy. And I love insane and crazy things. (laughs) Like, for the first 15, because I feel like I've watched this before, but I didn't remember anything. But for the first 15 minutes, I'm like, this better not be another search and destroy.
2: Nah. I can understand where you're coming from.
1: Yeah, well, like, I thought I remembered it being good. I'm like, I feel like I've seen this movie before. I feel like it's good, but, like... I'm getting real Search and Destroy vibes right now.
0: It ha- it has a very art house vibe up front. It's a lot of art house up front. You know what I mean? Where you're like, yes. oh, Yeah. I this- feel
1: like the pitch room for this is like me pitching art to Eric. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it <laughs> is. Like,
1: all right, all right. So, so follow me, Eric. So, like, there's this guy. He plays with puppets all the time. His house is full of animals. He's married to Cameron Diaz, but you won't know it's Cameron Diaz.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm with you yeah. so far.
1: He needs to get a job and... uh I don't want to ruin the rest of the movie yet, but you know it's it's insane.
0: It's insane, yeah. I, to be a fly on the wall at that pitch meeting would be a dream come true. Well, yeah. This
2: movie did take a while to get made. Did it? Oh, see, Charlie I Kaufman was shopping this around from like '94.
0: Oh my yeah. God! Okay, and he
2: never had anybody else in mind but John Malkovich, and Malkovich turned him down.
0: Oh, did he really? And he oh, actually
2: shit. recommended other. Uh, actors including Tom Cruise <laughs> to do oh, it. God, that would have been a
0: different Yeah, that movie. would have been
2: interesting too. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it took a while to get made.
1: I yeah, can you imagine being John Travolta? Oh man.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's nobody wants to be John Travolta. That's true.
0: Even his hair ran away from him. Um yeah, just <laughs> being John yeah. Malkovich I mean, if you look on IMDb, the tagline for this movie is a puppeteer discovers a portal that leads literally into the head of movie star John Malkovich. Like, that's a crazy pitch. That's fucking nuts. That should not work as a movie. And yet somehow it does. Um, but that being said, Joe, if you want to hit that first clip for me, this is a, a little glimpse into the characterization here of uh, your your main character, your unlikable main character, Craig Schwartz. You don't know how lucky you are being a monkey. Because
2: consciousness is a terrible curse. I think, I feel, I suffer. And all I ask in return is the opportunity to do my work.
0: And they will out because I raise issues see he's just insufferable you know what I mean yeah. yep just yep. right out of the gate like he's so self-important and and such a victim and uh yeah I I, I think we're all on the same page you just never grow to like this character um, oh yeah hundred percent yeah and that would be you know if they left him there you'd not you wouldn't grow to like this character but mm-hmm he goes down some weird roads. Um, so then, and in case you couldn't tell by the audio, he is having a conversation with a monkey. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah his, his, uh, his home life, you know, his wife is very into animal preservation, and, you know, she, she nurses these animals back to health. She's very compassionate and caring and giving of herself and almost everything that he's not. Uh, Craig Schwartz. Her character's name is Lottie Schwartz, and uh, I have to say, Cameron Diaz just killed it in this movie. She, did. she really did. Yep. Yeah.
1: I just can't believe I didn't recognize that as her for like 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> that
1: And the only reason I did is I went to look up somebody else's name on IMDb, and I was like, Cameron Diaz, who the fuck is she? And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: no, that's great. Who is this Cameron Diaz yeah right yeah she just she does a tremendous job and uh, uh she was fairly new to acting at this point too and wasn't the mask her first movie that was like 90- yeah, 94
2: four. Yeah,
1: I'm, yeah I'm not gonna I think I've already said this during the mask but you know how Doug has his Brooke Shields and his Jennifer Conley well Cameron Diaz is one of mine
0: uh-huh. yes. I know I know
1: mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. can confirm ever <laughs> since I saw what we do what um not what we do fucking uh something about Mary
0: (laughs) yeah oh yeah definitely
1: that was a fun movie
0: yes it was so uh, we get a glimpse of uh, Craig doing his art on the street like a good artist does uh, underappreciated in his time and he's doing this very serious piece about you know like the forbidden love of a a clergyman and a, a nun or some such shit and uh, this is the point at which we understand this movie is kind of a comedy. Yes. Um, because you weren't so sure in the beginning. It took itself a little seriously for a couple of minutes there. And then like six minutes or so in, you're like, oh, this is funny. Um, this little girl is watching the show while she's waiting to cross the street with her dad. And uh, the show is getting real. You yeah, know, it is. Yeah, it
1: is. It's turning into a Joe pitch. <laughs> it started yeah exactly It's Eric, it, Eric, these two puppets right
0: yeah they start yeah. off
2: really normal but then they start grinding on the wall yeah, 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 yeah.
0: that nun is played by uh dana Fox. <laughs> yeah she is and she's just grinding and Dana, but, uh, books. and he's just he's so involved in the story brought to you by carl's jr <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> and uh once the dad notices what's going on in the show And that the daughter's watching Joe, this next clip is just The moment you know that this is going to be a funny movie
2: You motherfucker
1: <laughs> 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 Oh, hey. Honey, not again Why do you do this to yourself,
0: honey? I'm a public here
1: <laughs> I'm a puppeteer I'm a puppeteer <laughs> he's so fucking pathetic <laughs>
2: like, yeah just, and yeah. it's like that one line again it's like it just sums <laughs> yeah. everything up about him by the way that pl- the, the puppet show that he was doing that's based on actual writings from the 1100s
0: Oh, geez. that
2: was found like a monk and, and, and a nun in, in a monastery somewhere where, where they had this thing going on and, and they found these writings, and there have been plays written about it, and they used it in this thing.
0: Okay, and that makes total sense. And that's so yeah. perfect for someone like that. Yeah, be like, okay, what, what can I adapt for my street corner production?
2: Yep. And, yep. I mean, that's Charlie Kaufman because he's, like, one of the most well-read people on the planet. He reads everything. So he, like, he just knows so much shit, and he incorporates it all into his movies, you know? Yeah. Like, even obscure stuff that's going to work, he pulls it in because he's just I wonder if he read, read
1: Big Trouble. It.
2: <laughs> he skipped he probably that
0: Probably
1: has. Uh, Dave Berry is an accomplished writer.
0: That's true. Mm-hmm. Um so very quickly we established that puppeteering is not paying the bills very well around these parts. Current and economic climate. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Kept about. <laughs> so it's suggested that dear Craig gets himself a, you know, a 9 to 5 to help out. Just, just you know for now until this puppeteering really takes off
1: I, so. I really like how they also picked like like you Eric are an artist so you understand this life where you're out hustling your craft and trying to like do the thing you love to make money but art is cool like so like you can do that like puppets are fucking lame <laughs> like, oh
0: <my> God. <laughs> puppets, <laughs> like, puppets can be a hard sell yeah
1: I mean even like one of the most popular, like, I, I don't even it was not really even a puppeteer. He's more of a ventriloquist. Is that fucking comedian that I can't stand? And like,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: he's not cool either. And like, he's like one of the most successful ones there is. And so even if you were like, gonna
0: go puppets, I feel like you gotta go more Muppet for puppets. Well, yeah, you know? Muppets are yes. great. Now, Muppets yeah.
1: are, okay. You want me with that or fucking like uh, Team America? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Sure, like, sure. I'd be
1: okay with that. But like this is just some weird ass like art house search and destroy shit. This is why I'm like, I'm like this better not be another search and destroy. Because yeah. he's like, I got this book. I'm gonna tell you all about this book. But he's like, <laughs> but instead he's like, I got these puppets. Let me tell you about these puppets. Yeah. I just need someone to believe in me so I can go out here and make this film about these puppets.
0: <laughs> I I I think it works in the story because. He has to be that pretentious, you know what I mean, yes. for this yeah. for this whole thing to well, play out the way it does.
1: Also, him being a puppeteer is quite a Deus Ex Machina for this movie.
0: Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent.
1: Yeah, like if he wasn't a puppeteer, say he was something else, it wouldn't have worked as well because he no, has to be able no, no, to no. pull the strings.
0: No, I see what you did there. You clever <laughs> son of a bitch. Um, so he's he starts to look for a regular nine to five job, and this ad in the paper sort of jumps out at him because it says, Looking for a man with fast hands, and it is and not. Nimble fingers. Yeah. Short statured file clerk with right. un, unusually nimble and dexterous fingers. Yeah. Needed, needed for speed filing. Um, none of this is a thing, but that's what I love about Charlie Kaufman is yeah. uh, it's fantastical realism, you know?
1: Yeah, that's why I'm like, This is going to be another search and destroy, because so far. I've got a weird puppet thing, puppet-like sex in the street with a little kid watching, him getting beat up, his house is full of animals, I can't recognize Cameron Diaz. Like, this pitch is just getting more (laughs) (laughs) coke-keeled.
0: Now, I did notice on this ad, because off-air Joe and I were talking about this, Lester Corp, which is the company, is located on 11th Avenue in Manhattan. So, for him to get on... New Jersey Turnpike that quickly. You're right. Was very unrealistic. Yeah.
1: Later in the movie, I'm like, how is he like in 15 minutes making it from Midtown Manhattan to the New Jersey <laughs> with Turnpike with no
0: traffic? You could. He's That's right at the true. beginning. Well, yeah. He's right yeah. at the
2: beginning of the Jersey Turnpike where I mean, you could see the city on the other side of the river. Yeah. And 11th cause... Avenue is on the west side of Manhattan, so all you got to do is go through the tunnel and you're there.
1: Yeah, but how long does it to get through the tunnel? No, no, I'm just saying with no,
2: traffic? no traffic, and they usually went at night, so. I you guess know. That's true. It's not. I, I'm not making excuses for it because. It, I mean,
1: if that's the least believable thing in this movie. Then <laughs> I was gonna say
2: exactly. I yeah, think yeah. we're like sort of you know nitpicking a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a uh, tad. Just a tad. I
1: mean, I can't. You know, I mean, there's. I can't even talk about it yet. But uh, it's not the most unbelievable thing in this movie. This is put no, that way.
2: Exactly.
0: So our man Craig, he wanders down to uh, Midtown Manhattan, or I guess that's not Midtown. Um, it's the West Side. West Side. I
1: don't. I don't know shit. Is that Hell's Kitchen? <laughs>
0: no,
2: Hell's Kitchen's
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hell's Kitchen's down and
2: on the East Side.
1: Yeah, I know nothing of like New York geography. Yeah. Really.
0: Well, I neither think, do most of the movies about New no. York. Yeah, so it's fine. No, it's, yeah. exactly.
1: All I know is it's really small and there's a lot of people there. <laughs>
0: that's yes.
2: true. That's true. Yep.
1: How many square miles is Manhattan? It's not much.
2: I'm not sure, but it's only like three miles wide and. 10 miles long
1: yeah I was say, it's not that big like yeah. for that many people
0: yeah no i know it gets crazy it's it a little tight <laughs> yeah speaking of a little tight uh he makes his way to lester Corp, which is located <sighs> nice. between floors um so it's a little confusing for him he gets some help on the elevator between the seventh and eighth floor they hit the emergency <laughs> stop button yeah. And pry the doors open with a crowbar. And that's um,
1: Octavia Spencer. Yeah. Spence yeah. Spencer Spencer? Academy yes.
0: Award winner Octavia Spencer. Yeah.
2: That's an early role for her, too.
1: Yeah, she's yeah. been in so, much, so many good things. Yeah. I just love, like, she's like seven and a half, huh? <laughs> she yeah, knows, she immediately like, knew. She's used to this shit by now. Yeah. And there's a fucking crowbar in there. you think they could have just figured out how to make it, like, work, right? I you know? know. And Hit you the see the, the,
2: the elevated doors are chewed to shit because everybody yeah. uses the crowbar to get in there.
0: Yep, you know, but that's a very New York thing too. Like, if there's something wrong with the building. No one really fixes it. They just jerry-rig it in a way yeah. where it's, you know, it's working. There was an elevator like that in my uh, my aunt's building in the Bronx. It's like, you yep. know, it's the one with the bullet hole in the in the window. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh God, I got a horrible story about an elevator in Manhattan, but we're gonna leave that for another day. <laughs> like really horrible. Oh, the no.
1: Tower Terror bad.
2: No, actual deathbed, Oof. like somebody I knew. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: shit. I thought oh, you were talking man. about you got stuck in an elevator or something.
2: Oh, no, I did, guys. We did get stuck in an elevator with uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's father, who was a fucking lunatic.
1: That's right. Remember we told him about for that? For a
2: half
0: hour. But anyway, yeah. But, no, the other one's awful. Move on. All right. So we uh, get to Lester Corp, and it's, it's a really brilliant visual gag for this movie that the floor is just too short. And yep. so everybody's walking around hunched over, and yep. I don't know why it makes me giggle, man. But every time I watch this movie, I think it's—I yeah. just—it's a great bit. Oh, it back is.
1: To, back to the pitch room. All right, so he got—he replies his job about <laughs> having fast fingers and very nimble, dexterous fingers. When he gets there, the elevator doesn't have a stop for the floor. So this lady, who obviously works in this building all the time, she opens the door for him with a crowbar, and then he gets out, and the ceilings are only like four foot tall.
2: See, but I when, when I look at Spike Jones, though. I'm seeing a fucking mushroom guy. I'm seeing an acid guy. I'm not seeing a coke guy. Oh yeah, yeah. This 100%. is hallucinogenic uh, visions. This movie. It's not coke. Well, this is
1: Kaufman though that wrote it, not yeah. He's I mean, also Jones a he's also
2: it. a shroom guy. He's also an acid guy. Yeah, for me anyway. All
1: right, so wait. I'm just saying. But,
2: I mean, same end results, dude. You're right. I mean, you we, nailed let it. Me the
1: channel's in here. All right, so like, check it out, man. Like, we get off this elevator and it's like four foot high ceilings.
0: Yep. Yeah, but you don't even need. The halluc- all you need is a little weed, man. You get a little weed, and you be like, you know, be funny. Yeah, yeah I have mean- no
2: experience with that, so I don't know. My I have experience with hallucinations, <laughs> but not <yeah>. with weed.
1: <laughs> so, all right, let's uh, let's uh let's call this guy Juarez. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so we meet uh, the boss man of the uh, of Lester not, Corp. Not yet, we don't. Oh, that's true. Because you got to play this clip. I'm sorry. Yeah. Joe hit it.
2: Welcome to Lester Corp. How may we meet your filing needs?
0: No, no. Um,
2: my name is Craig Schwartz, and I have an interview with Dr. Lester. Oh, uh, please have a
0: seat, Mr. Juarez. Schwartz. Pardon? Schwartz. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I have no idea what you're saying to me right now.
1: <laughs> my name
2: is Schwartz.
0: My name is Wartz. <laughs>
1: Mr. Juarez? Oh, yes? Chest?
2: <laughs> I said yes.
1: You suggest what?
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, I have no time for piddling suggestions from mumbling job applicants. Besides, Dr. Lester will see you now. Oh, come in, uh, Mr. Juarez. Actually, my name is Craig Schwartz, Dr. Lester. Security? No, sir. It's... <laughs> It's just a mix up with your secretary. My name is Craig Schwartz. And I tried to explain that to her. She's not my secretary. She's what they call an executive liaison.
1: And I'm not banging her, if that's what you're implying.
2: No, sir, not at all. I think I must have simply misspoke.
1: <laughs> this is what I yelled. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, movie? Just <laughs> stop being so fucking but That is such meta. a great
2: running gag with, with her. Oh, yeah. yeah. The whole movie, it is hysterical. I mean, She's this is at, Charlie
0: Kaufman doing Who's on First, man. Yes, like, it's, exactly. It's awesome.
2: But the fact that he's got Dr. Dr. Lester convinced that he's got a speech impediment. <laughs> and so yeah. yeah. And by the way, Dr. Lester is played by Orson Bean. He's one of my favorite comedian actors ever. Like, this is obviously way before your time, but there was the old game show called Match Game. It was okay. basically Mad Libs, but dirty. And it was on at night on... CBS I think and Orson Bean was one of the regulars on it and he was so friggin dirty and I was like this is when you know shit I was probably 10 but my parents you know we we just got around the TV and watched it but I can't even remember the stuff he would say but it was really raunchy dirty and like double innuendo and all that shit double entendre um he's just a funny dude Uh, I dig him
0: Orson Bean and Mary Kay plays playing the florist yeah, Big yeah. Chill. Yeah.
2: She, she was in the Big Chill and, well, a bunch of others. She's been in a lot of stuff. but
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: it's just, it's just I'm, at this point, I'm getting mad at this movie. This <laughs> is where I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, like it hasn't redeemed itself to me yet, because so far it's still been just the fucking acid-fueled nightmare. Okay, puppeteer, loser, lives in a house with a bunch of animals, can't recognize Cameron Diaz, puppet shows, pedophile... The pedophile puppet show um gets pedophile beat up, uh looking for fast fingering. I hear art, Eric. The floor, <laughs> there's a crowbar to get the garage door, elevator open. Okay, this lady can't fucking get his name right. And if you say anything to her, she's going to mispronounce it and then just get mad at you. And old man that stands up for her. I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? See, so to, to counter your point,
0: yeah, that this whole office sequence this is where i got hooked the first time i saw this movie yeah this this is the moment where i was like okay I'm it just awesome. reminds me of like a
1: monty python bit at this point so far well that, yeah but <laughs> or like see, some
2: kids in the hall or something and i'm just like for me there's nothing better like i was hooked from the start with this
0: cra- i love crazy so yeah. this was like my. yeah i thing. like
1: crazy but i like crazy that makes sense like this oh, is crazy I, that doesn't make sense
0: i like when dr lester gives him the the test he was like yeah 's yes. also an R on one paper yeah. and a squiggle on one paper. Yeah.
1: How would you file these? Well, one of those is in a letter. <laughs> ah, <laughs> All right, you passed testing
2: you yeah, you passed. <laughs> I was testing you. Yeah. Uh, well, I love his little the, uh, the card the, the card test. Oh yeah, where he's like, just, oh, Craig yeah. was like
1: <laughs> But the funny part is he doesn't check them. like
2: <laughs> No, I know. I know he's just he, he just hired. assumed
1: that he's so confident in it that yeah. he must have done right. I, I don't understand this movie. I really don't.
0: Yeah, he just he had those dexterous oh. fingers, man. That's all, the magic fingers. That's all you need. That's all. You I need. will.
1: I will understand this movie. I just don't yet.
0: Oh, I get it. Yeah. Yep. So Craig Craig lands the job. He impresses Doctor Lester, and he goes to sit in on an orientation about the company and the building they work in, and again things that tickle me for reasons they shouldn't. This orientation video, right? pokes fun at the concept of orientation videos because they're all pretty bad but this one is just oh it nailed it it absolutely nailed it like yeah
1: um i don't even know how to like how to feel about this like is this cool is this racist is this bigoted is this midgeted it's Uh, a
0: little of everything it's yeah yeah it's and i'm not gonna
1: lie like this movie like it is a product of its time and they dropped some pretty foul Like terminologies and languages in this movie. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, Mm yeah, yeah. I was like, "Damn, this is kind of not woke at all." (laughs) Yeah,
0: not woke.
2: Oh, and the in that in the orientation video, the guy played Captain Merton. Yeah, that's Jeremy Piven's dad.
0: Is it really? Yeah, Yeah, I can see it now. you say it. But
2: oh yeah, no. If you look in the IMDb and look at his picture, it's like it's Jeremy Piven without hair, and and the guy's got a beard and a mustache. Um, but yeah, that's his dad. Holy shit.
0: Yep. Well, we'll give you a taste of the best part of the orientation video with this clip. Yeah. Welcome to the seven and a half floor of the Merton Plumber building. As you'll now be spending your workday here, it is important that you learn a bit about the history of this famous floor.
1: Hello, Don. Hello, Wendy. Don, I was wondering do you know
0: why our workplace has such low ceilings? It's an interesting story, Wendy.
1: Many years ago in the late 1800s, James Merton. An Irish ship captain came to this town and decided to erect an office building. He called this building the Merton Flimmer Building, after himself and someone else who local legend has it was named Flimmer.
0: Well, one day old Captain Merton received an unexpected visitor. Captain Merton? Hey, would once a girl child. I'm not a child, but rather an adult lady of miniature proportions. I see. Well, it was charity you're after. Begun with you, you fool, I'm not asking for alms, Captain, but rather the ear of a kind man with a noble heart. Well, speak then if you must. Captain Merton, I'm afraid that the world was not built with me in mind. Door knobs are too high, chairs are unwieldy, and high ceiling rooms mock my stature. Why cannot there be a place for me to work, it's safe and comfortable? This
1: story has moved me like the other. Therefore, I shall make ye <coughs> my wife. <laughs> and, and I shall build a floor for ye between the
2: seventh between the and the eighth in my own building. So at least there'll be one place on God's green earth where ye and your accursed kind can live. Wow.
1: So that's the story of Seven and a Half. Since the rents are considerably lower, this floor has been adopted by businesses which, for
0: one reason or another, have been forced to cut corners. After all, the overhead is low.
1: What the fuck? Like, what the fuck? This is still me on my like. Okay, search and destroy. I see what you're doing here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ye and your accursed kind. Like, it's so fucked up. It is so fucked up.
1: So we need. So we need to like explain why their floors are. All right. So there's a crazy Irish dude who built this building has some money, but it's like. Um, and I'm gonna use the terminology they would use just just for like the pitch meeting. Like this isn't how I feel, but like the terminology I'm assuming was in the room. All right, so this like Irish midget lady comes in and she's like pissed off because no one will fucking like give her the time of day, and doorknobs are too high, and you know, for some reason though, this dude just wants to marry her. I don't understand, but like fuck it, this is marriage. Well, that's
2: what you did back then. I had an obligation, and she was a lady of small stature, not a midget yeah small stature yeah. that's right But I'm, I'm taking it, small stature
1: in the pitch room they use the word you know the, the word they use let's oh. not get ahead of ourselves here this i mean they dropped the f word for gay in this movie too so like
0: they do i feel like i feel like though the humor is so absurdist that like charlie kaufman was the only one laughing at it while he was writing it oh yeah, yeah. and it was just years of getting other people to think it was funny mm-hmm. I, like I in the, you know in those kind of rooms But to me, it really is funny, man. Like it's just so ridiculous, Um, you know, that the ceiling. She was upset that the ceiling was mocking her size.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I feel like Doug really like resonates with this this part of the movie.
0: Wow! Holy crap! Sorry, wow. Doug. <laughs> no. That was a low blow, dude.
1: It was, I, wasn't
2: it? <laughs> I, before I met Eric, I did marry a woman of small stature out of obligations.
1: So yeah. Oh, I wasn't thinking it that way. I was thinking you were the one of the small stature. <laughs> Holy fuck
2: you. I was <laughs> calling you short. <laughs> I told you. Back then, I was big.
1: And then, and then Eric said low blow, and I, I went with it. I'm like, okay, he got the joke. You know, this, wow. you know, there's no shortage of jokes here. Uh
0: huh. Why are we beating up on Doug? He's the only good one. I know, because no, 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 I I'm don't sorry. give a shit. You can beat up mommy all you want. I'm not getting angry. You about can kick it. me
1: in the shins. It's cool. Oh,
0: jeez, yeah. too far. About um, your ankles, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> now this is also the point in the movie where uh, Craig meets Maxine Lund, played by Catherine Keener, and uh, she's just like an enigma to him. Like this. Yeah. You yeah. know. She's also a horrible character that never... Oh, really awful. She hated Wait, her character. She's actually.
1: a horrible character.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, she's just... She's so evil in this movie. Yeah. Um, just twisted and fucked up. She almost gets a sort of redemption arc, but not really. No, I mean, yeah, she's kind of
2: Yeah, but... And by the way, you can add Katherine Keener to the list you mentioned yeah. earlier for me, Joe.
1: Okay. I'll, I'll, we'll, we can share that. We'll ask him over brothers in that one. She,
2: yeah, she's, <laughs> she's on that list. She always has been.
1: Yeah, she's pretty good. I, yeah. I, I, that's a Texas size 10-4.
2: Yes.
0: Now, a little inside baseball trivia. Katherine Keener uh, appears as one of the villains in Jordan Peele's Get Out. Yeah. And with a similar sort of concept at play. And it was sort of an inside joke that it was the unofficial sequel to this movie.
2: (laughs) That's great. That's cool. Like that's That's where she ended up. great. I didn't even think about that, but it (laughs) makes so much sense. I know it's not really, but it makes so much sense. You're
0: right. Oh, man. That's great. They asked Jordan Peele about it, and he was like, you know, in in like in my head canon, yeah, that's that's the same. Yeah, there you go. That's cool. You know,
1: with them both making the list, Cameron Diaz and her, if only there was a way that somehow Cameron Diaz can be a man and have sex with Catherine Keener.
2: <laughs> Only there's
1: some way that could happen.
2: Only if there was some way, and Charlie Coppin said it's happened many times.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a way. We'll we'll, we'll yeah. get to the way. Um, so we get uh, again another taste of Craig's home life, and he's, he's very unhappy. You know, his the things that his wife cares about, he doesn't care about at all. Yeah. It's a very disconnected relationship, and she um, loves him. She you does. Can tell that
2: she absolutely loves him and she respects him and she wants him to succeed. Not yeah. because not for the money, because he deserves to succeed for his passion. Yep. And he doesn't fucking get it, this guy. No. You know? Yeah, she he she's doesn't get it. a
0: genuinely good person. Yeah. And yep. uh, you know, he got one taste of Maxine and he's already checked right? out. You know what I mean? And he's a different person around Maxine than he is at home, and he's just like trying yeah. to oppress her and and it's so gross like everything about this is so mm-hmm. skeevy
1: yeah um, it's kind of like he, he he almost makes his own dinner for schmucks rats too yeah <laughs>
2: that's true
0: it's very close to that it, th- there there is a scene in this movie where he tells magazine what he does and she's like nope
2: yeah <laughs> no, exactly. straight up yeah oh no yeah when he said that right yeah, yeah. She just goes check.
1: Yeah, that's the, that's the bar scene. Yeah. Check. Well, that's what she calls him the F word for gay too.
0: Yes. That's true. That's, that's true. true. As if you didn't dislike this character enough, she drops that bomb on you, and you're like, well, "What the yeah. fuck, man?" Yeah. yeah. But I think all of that's purposeful. Again, like you know, there's a reason that you're made to feel the way you feel about the characters in this movie. Mm-hmm. It works. It works yeah. that you don't like Craig. It works that you don't like Maxine. Um, it works that you, you feel for Lottie, and eventually it works that you feel for uh, the title character, John Malkovich. Yeah, because yeah. he didn't do anything wrong.
1: Yeah, he's <laughs> the only one in this entire movie I really cared about. Like <laughs> everyone yeah.
0: else, he's uh, he's definitely a victim in this movie. Yeah. Now, uh, just another piece of verbal goodiness, Joe. If you want to hit this next clip, um, a- again, just wonderful dialogue. I'll let it do its work.
1: But the elderly have so much to offer, sir. They're our link with history. I don't want to be your goddamn link, damn you. I want to feel
2: Floris' naked thighs next to mine. I want my body to inspire lust in that beautiful, complex woman. I want her to shiver with a spasm of ecstasy, Schwartz, as I penetrate her... Dr. Wet... Lester, while well, I'm flattered you would share your feelings with me, perhaps the workplace is not the most suitable environment for this type
0: of discussion.
2: Uh, you're, you're right. I tell you what, meet me after work today at Jerry's Juiceteria on Lex, and I'll spill my goddamn guts for you.
0: (laughs) Join us on part two of being John Malkovich at Jerry's Juiceteria, and I will continue to spill my goddamn guts for you.